Have you ever thought about being on television? Or perhaps even producing your own television show? If so, for as little as $25 per episode, OTTU Media has the perfect place for you on one of our three television networks. For more information, click the link You on TV and find your niche on OTTU Media. That's OTTU dot media. Hello, dear friend. This is your friend and brother, Minister C. Coach Halbert, host from Fight for Your Dreams, asking you humbly to sow just $1 to help further this outreach ministry. And I thank God for all of you tuning in. And may God forever bless you and may he forever keep you. Bye now. This announcement in response to that our sister network, My Genre Radio Network, is behind the non-derogatory movement for today's music. Go to MyGenreRadio.net and support the movement. I've never been the type who's afraid to try, no. The truth is, the enemy knows your destiny better than you do. That's why he wants to stop it. He will try to introduce idols into your life that will steal your passion and divide your heart. Fight for an undivided heart and go to war against anything and everything that would steal your passion, because your destiny is too important to live otherwise. This is Fight for Your Dreams with Pastor C. Coach Albert. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. This is your friend and brother, Pastor C. Coach Halbert, coming back at you for another show. Um, once again, thank God for life, health, and strength that we're still here in the midst of it all, in the midst of the pandemic. God is still showing his hand. God is still moving. God is still making ways. We thank him for his grace and his mercy. I mean... It's so much is going on, you know, I was just thinking about how far we have come from last year this time until now. You know, businesses are opening back up and everything and, uh, you know, uh, the vaccination shot is gone. Although, I still believe we still need to be careful. We need to be very careful still, not operating in fear, but being cautious about your health and your safety because... It's still out here. Amen. We thank God that the numbers are going down. But we still need to be cautious. Um, yes, um, you know, things are happening. The world is evolving. God is still moving. Um, uh, shout out to uh, my uh, producer, uh, Brother Cleveland Rose, RCR Resilient Christian Network. Amen. I thank God for him. Uh, and what he's and what he's uh, doing, and to be a part of this awesome network that we are, that we are inspiring others, Amen. That we are inspiring others that against all odds, against all odds, you can make it. It's a good thing. It's a powerful thing to be, and part of a company that's implementing Christ. Uh, not it's not diluting the word of God, but giving it like it is, cause we need it. We need it because there's so much evil is going on in this world, and um, 
We need God's word. We need that truth to be in us to keep going. We all need it. Um, shout out to uh, the artist, my motivational anthem, uh, Give My All by Gentry Cozier. Yes, give it your all. Give it your all. Give it your best shot. You you deserve it. You deserve it, but you must put forth the effort. Scripture says without faith, work, works is dead. So you must put in your faith. Your faith must be, your faith and your works must collide in order for God to do something. There's no way you can ask God to, to do something in your life and you're not willing to put in no work, you know. That's why this show is called Fight for Your Dreams. Because even when God gives you a, a mission to do, right? Whatever it may be, it's going to be some work involved. It's going to be something you're going to have to do on your part. There's no way we can think, we can think God is going to do everything for us. He, give you, he gave you a mind. He gave you the, uh, the, the thought process. He gave you the vision. He gave you the dream. He has given you the activities on your limb. He's given us 24 hours in a day. Now it's up for you to be prayerful, pray, and strategize and make it happen. And make it happen. Some people you may have to let go. But you have to be willing to do what you have to do in order for God to manifest. Amen. And what he wants to do through you. Amen. Thank God for all my listeners. Been tuning in. Thank you very much. Um. Almost coming up on the anniversary of when I was struck with COVID, my wife and I, next month. So I'm, I'm going to do something special on next month. But uh, just want just to, wanna, you know, inspire you to just, just keep going. Fight for it. Fight for it. Fight for it. Our, all of our faith is being tested in some kind of way. As me and my boss talk about, shout out to Mr. Jeff Pulaski. Amen. That, that everybody's going through something. This is real talk. This is real. Everybody's going through something, but you got to fight through it. So on this show, on this show, um, the last show I left you with um, talking about I did a preaching series, a two-part series on uh, David and Goliath. And the first part was, number one, you got to face your giants. Okay. And then the second part is we have to understand as we, as God gives us the faith and the courage and the tenacity, to face our giants, that giants do fall. All right, all right. This is a very, this is a very inspiring Old Testament story that can be applied to our lives today. Uh, the scripture is in First Samuel seventeen thirty three to fifty one. Not going to read all of it. But I'm going to be hitting on some points that giants do fall. You know, David's David. Faith was being met on the part of Saul because he was the youngest and his outer appearance. But 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 David was the one in the field. David was the one in the field feeding sheep. He was the one that uh, seemed to get all the dirty work. Y'all know what I'm talking about. This is this is servanthood. When you have a servant's heart, you always working, doing something, trying to help somebody, and that's what it's all about. And uh, and as you do that, you'll find out that it's not really about you. God is using you, but it's all about God using you to impact people's lives. 
that he gets the glory. So, it was something about David's appearance that just didn't get his brothers and Saul's attention. And it happens. Man looks on the outer appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Samuel 16 and 7. It always happened. It always happened. People are looking on the outer appearance. Well, he too short. He too short. Oh, he don't have this. He doesn't have bulging muscles. She doesn't have this. She doesn't have that. But there's something going on on the inside of all of us. And that muscle on the left side of the chest called the heart. Saul must didn't get the word that was recorded in 1 Samuel 16 and 18 that David is a mighty man of valor, a man of war. This is very important. And the Lord, and the Lord is with him. See, it's something about when people see the Spirit of God upon you. It's something about it. I thank God I've been in the ministry almost 20 years and I don't see, I don't see what people see in me. But I know God is with me. Uh, maybe that's a a, uh, a a humble mechanism that I have, because I do believe in sincere humility. Uh, but uh, no, I don't see what people see in me. But in that same breath, I know that God has his hands, come on somebody, he has his hands upon me. So you have to know that God has his hands upon you in the place while you're facing your giants. You got to know this for yourself. Things may not be going the way you would like for them to go in the present. You're going through all kinds of tests and you're being challenged all kinds of ways. But you still have to know that he has his hands upon your life. You got to know that for yourself now. You have to know that. You have to be, and you have to be confident about it, not arrogant. Huge difference. It seems like arrogant people is saturating the world, even in the body of Christ. And, it, and, it's, and it's sad, it's sickening unto God. Because God, 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 the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy. So God is not pleased with arrogant people, especially in the body of Christ. It's wrong. It's a sin against God. Just like any other sin. We always want to talk about degrees of sin. There is no degree. A sin is a sin. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And you can't intertwine the two. So be confident and not arrogant. That the Lord's spirit is upon you. And uh, Saul, even his oldest brother didn't believe. And he didn't show any kind of respect, but disrespected. Amen, David. You know, understanding, you know, I've been through it. You're going to go through some disrespect. Why are you trying to get to your place of destiny? You're going to go through some disrespect. Family members, church family members, in your neighborhood. Even it could be some on the job. You're going to, you, you're going to face it, but you're going to have to be in Christ so you can Handle it gracefully. And not lash out. And do like worldly people would do. You got to, you got to handle this thing gracefully. Because. because throwing, throwing stone for stone. That's, that's like. That's like uh, Satan trying to cast out Satan. <laughs> you know. You know. 
That's wrong, wrong. So you're going to deal with disrespect, but once again, know who you are in the Lord. And know that he's watching you. So David's older brother, Eliab, as you read in the text, his anger aroused against David saying, Why did you come down here? You left the sheep in the wilderness. Bible said, he said, I know your pride and the insolence of your heart. For you have come down here for battle. 1 Samuel 17 and 28. The older brother should have been in the battle with David. See, if, if we're standing up, if we're standing up for God, we should be working together and not against one another. But it seems like in, when it comes to standing up and slaying our giants, Understand that giants do fall. People that you think should be standing with you, they stand against you. But you got to understand who you are and whose you are in the kingdom. The Bible says, touch not my anointed, nor do my prophet no harm. That giants do fall. You have to know that there's a God bigger than me. And that God is bigger than all of our problems. You know, And sometimes even coach. Sometimes I have to, I have to slap my own self because sometimes I, I lose focus. You have to understand that the God that we serve, that sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for sinful humanity, is bigger than any problem that you may go through. I don't know who I'm speaking to. I don't know what your giant might be. Your giant may be alcohol. Your giant may be drugs. Your giant may be pornography. Your, your giants may be a uh, 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 being mean spirit, heartmongering. Adultery, but you got to know that God is bigger. First John four four said, "Greater is He that's in me than He that's in the world." So it, it, it's something about in their relationship with Him, knowing who you are and whose you are. It's something about that. It's something about that. But Saul, just like Eliab, failed to see the Lord's presence in David's life. But it didn't stop David. It didn't stop David. So I want to encourage someone, whether people may not see it, but don't let that distort the vision. People may not see it, but don't let them disarm the power of Christ that's upon your life. Help me, somebody. Don't let it, don't let it disarm it. I remember I preached a sermon about uh uh in Luke 2 about Jesus in his childhood days. You know. And uh, and uh, that 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 last verse, I believe that fifty first verse, I believe in Luke two, when when Jesus said, "I must be about my father's business." They didn't understand because he had got lost. And when he got back, he was with the teachers and things, and he was he was sitting, he was sitting learning, amen, hearing what they were saying, attaining to wise counsel, not foolishness, and asking questions. The people were amazed because he was an anointed vessel. And what what really what really uh what really pulled my chain in the text was Jesus' parents didn't understand. Are y'all with me? Jesus' parents didn't understand when he said he was about my father's business. There are gonna be some people in your life, in your family around you, they just ain't gonna get it. They just ain't going to get it. They're going to think you strange. They're going to think you crazy. They're going to think you weird. But you can't let that stop 
what God has put in you and understanding that this giant before you, it got to fall. It got to fall. You got to, you got to understand that. And don't let that kill the spirit. You know, I love baseball. And uh, one thing uh, that I admire about uh, uh, stay in Missouri, I'm a Cardinal fan. Oh, yeah. In heart. In heart. In heart. And uh, uh, Tony Russo, the Hall of Famer Tony Russo, will always say when the Cardinals would lose a tough game, he would always, he would always inspire them and motivate them. Don't let that kill your spirit. Don't let, don't let that kill your spirit. And it's a struggle. It's a struggle, amen? And we all do struggle, but we can't allow what happened to kill our spirit. So you got to fight against it. You got to fight against it and you got to stand up and know who you are. So, David, David told Saul, your servant killed both the lion and the bear. And this Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, that he will, not might, that he will, come on, that he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. You got to know that he will. In the midst of the cloudy weather, in the midst of the doubts, in the midst of how big the Goliath, the giants are and the Goliaths are, you got to know that he will. You know, David, David was a protector and David was speaking of himself. That he will deliver me of the hand of this Philistine. Notice, notice, notice the heart, the faith, the courage, the confidence that the underdog kid had. You know, David was the underdog. David was the underdog. You are under. It's some people. It's some people listening to this. To this. To this. To this uh, broadcast. You are an underdog kid. Whether you want to realize it or not, you're around a lot of folk that don't believe in you. That don't want to uh, acknowledge the gift of God in you. You are a underdog kid, and I want you to wear it with a badge of honor. Don't take it as a disgrace. Don't take it as a disrespect. God gives. The underdog, more power because people don't see it. People don't see it coming. That's how that's how God moved. He will he will he will he will take the least of them and use them for great and mighty works. So God had His hands on David just well that God has His hands on you. God got His hands on you. 2 Timothy 4 and 18 saying, The Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Saul, Saul saying to David, Go, and the Lord will be with you. Now he's seeing this. See? Now you see the shift. Do you see the do you see the shift now? That as you go forward and what God told you, it don't matter what your naysayers say, your haters. The expert crit. It doesn't matter. God has a way of slaying. God got a way of slaying those who don't believe. God has a way of making folks that don't believe in the power to, to believe in the power. That's how, that's how powerful the Lord God Almighty is. So all they see it at first. 
Now what he's saying, he didn't change his tune. He said unto David, now you go and the Lord be with you. Hallelujah. Paul saw, Saul saw with his own eyes that the Lord was with him. Amen. When someone takes notice that the Lord is with you, it gives you encouragement. It gives you encouragement that you can make it. Coach want to encourage you that you can make it. And I keep telling people, I don't care who, I don't care who you are. I don't care how highly educated you are. Whether you have an associate, an associate, a master, a doctor, it doesn't matter. Everybody get discouraged sometimes. As much as I encourage people, and I do it, I do it like clockwork, whether when I feel like it or not. I pray for people when I don't feel like it because this is who I am. Everyone needs encouragement. So I love getting encouragement, and then God has a way of sending it back unto me. Uh, in my eyes, it's a, it's a uh, principle of, of sowing. And whatever you sell, whatever you sell, sow, you're going to reap it. It's going to come back up. Whatever you sow, it's going to reap it. Uh, um, and a lot of times, it doesn't come back in a way or from the people that you think. But God knows. God knows. God will send you the encouragement that you need. Amen. To keep going. To keep going, my brother. To keep going, my sister. To keep fighting. To keep fighting. Don't you see people that then had to fight against cancer? All kind of... They found out. They went to the doctor for one thing and they found out, found something else out. And, and the initial shock of it, it knocked them down. But the God in them, the fighter in them, I'm going to fight through this. Many people, we've heard many stories. Sometimes I look on YouTube just to try to find things to encourage me and motivate me because there's a motivational spirit and anointing on my life. That's why I do it so well to others. Sometimes I do it better than others than I do to myself. <clears throat> Amen. But I am getting better. But I am getting better. So understand that have a heart to encourage others. And understand that everyone needs encouragement. And, I, and let me throw this out here as a, as a little note for you. For the one who tell you that they don't need encouragement, they so full of pride, they don't even understand that, that they need it. David, David went on and got ready to face this Goliath. Yes, he did. And David stood there in front of, in front of the, the Goliath. The Goliath was, was, was speaking. The Goliath was speaking truth, but he wasn't aware in what he was saying. He didn't understand that, that David had everything in him to stand up against him. He didn't understand. See, the Goliath don't understand. See, see they so full of themselves. They just know I'm finna smash this guy. I'm finna smash him. I'm finna, I'm finna destroy him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a few scriptures up in there. I'm going I'm gonna destroy him. I wanna read some scriptures. 
A few scriptures. Do, 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 do. Y'all stay with me in a minute. We're going to we're going to keep flowing. We're going to keep flowing. We're going to keep flowing. Ah, da, 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 da. yeah. I'm gonna read First Samuel. Uh, Samuel forty-three, and the Philistine saying to David, he said, uh, "Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves?" And the Philistine cursed David. By his gods. See, the Goliath was speaking true, but he wasn't aware of what he was saying. A wild dog can be a threat to the flock and must be chased away or killed. So must Goliath. Goliath is being is getting ready to be slayed. It's getting ready to go down. I'm gonna keep on going. I'm going to read the 44th. Read in 1 Samuel 17. I'm going to read you 40, the 44th verse. And the Philistine said unto David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air, and to the beasts, and to the beasts of the field. I'm going to keep going. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to thee, this is powerful, in the name of the Lord, of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. See, Goliath came out to battle in his own name. David came out to battle in the Lord of hosts. Oh, come on, that's a word. Somebody needs to be inspired. David came out. David came out in the Lord of hosts. Don't you know there's a host? There's a heavenly host behind you when you trusting in God to bring you through a a, a place. You know, don't you know there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a host of a uh, 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 army behind you that's standing with you that heaven gonna bag you up, <laughs> heaven gonna bag you up because God has sent you to a mission. And listen, the will of God will never take you where the grace of God won't protect you. Mm. Come on, somebody, always, always, if God bring you to it, He gonna bring you through it against. And I like this against. All odds. Because see, what it is, there's some people that's watching you. That God wants to slay their spirits. So they can see there is a reality in serving a true and living God. See, there's some people that's watching you in the battle. Ain't say the word to you, but they watching. But they watching. And through your stance and standing for God, it's going to help draw them closer unto Him. Nothing happens just to be happening. Everything, there's a reason and a cause for everything that happens in life. Romans 8.28 For all things work together. For the good of them who love the Lord, those who are called to His will and His purpose. Everything Work together, the good, the bad, and the ugly. When God is in the midst, some kind of way, it's going to work out for his glory. Whether you like it or not, whether you see it or not, it still is going to work out for his glory. So, I like this. Yeah. The God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast, I come to thee in the name of the Lord. See, that's, that's Jehovah Gabor. The Lord. 
strong and mighty, mighty in battle. That's the king of glory. You see? Ready for battle. Ready for battle. The scripture, the scripture tells us that. Who, who is this king of glory? I'm glad you asked. The Lord strong and mighty. Mighty in battle. You ain't by yourself. You ain't by yourself. Romans 8.31 If God be for us, who can be against us? You're not by yourself. Judge not according to appearance. You're not by yourself. It looks like it. But there's a big invisible God that's always looking out for His children. Yes, Lord. And we're going to win against all odds. Against all odds. The 47th verse says, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saving not with the sword and spirit, but the battle is the Lord's. Oh, ooh, it's a word for somebody. The battle is not yours, but it belongs to the Lord, as the anointed uh, Yolanda Adams say. The battle is not yours, but it belongs to the Lord. And he will give you into, into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David. That David hastened ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Amen. He ran. He ran. He was ready. He was ready. He was ready. Are you ready? Are you ready for battle? Are you prepared? Are you prepared? Is the Lord with you? Are you confident that he's with you? And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. And the, and the stone sunk into his forehead and fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. And there was no sword and there was no sword in the hand of David. See, God will put you in the fight without a gun, a stick, and a nut. <laughs> That's how powerful he is. And you still come out victorious. Amen. It's something about having that steadfast faith. It's something about having that steadfast, that steadfast faith. Be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor in Christ should not be in vain. 51st verse said, Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword. And drew it out to the sheep thereof, and slew him, and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, what they do? They fled. The bully of the block. He been messing with you for years, but you got to have the courage to stand up to the bully of the block and say, "Fear not, for the Lord is with you." David had five stones. Five would represent the number of grace. But all it took was one to slay this big champion, Goliath. That's how big God is. Only took one. The taller they are, the harder they fall. God will put you, my friend, God will put you in a battle without a physical sword. Because the word of God is all the sword that a soldier God needs in order to be victorious. 
The word of God. Which is transforming and changes our life. The word of God in which Hebrews 4 and 12 says the word of God is quick, powerful, and sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces and discerns. It gets to the marrow and the intents of the heart. It penetrates the heart to deal with the issues of life. And we have issues. We have, we have, we have fear. We have fear yokes need to be destroyed. We have cowardly yokes need to be destroyed. In the name of of Jesus. I don't know who I'm talking to. We, there's some yokes in your life that need to be destroyed before you really can move forward in your destiny. David took his sword. See, that's how powerful the Lord is. He took his sword. And the people still are not convinced. Trust not my anointing, nor do my prophets. Nor do my prophet no harm. Psalm 105 and 15. David, the young one in the field feeding the sheep, the protector, the one that killed the lion and the bear. David became a national biblical hero when he slayed the Philistine giant Goliath. I want to encourage you, my brother and my sister. To face your giants. And slay your giants. And don't try to do it within your own strength. You're going to fail. Do it within the strength of the Lord. They can do all things. With men it's impossible. Scripture said but with God all things are possible. All things are possible. Through God's son. Jesus Christ. Giants do fall. But you got to believe it. If you can. Receive it not by faith. Then God will show you that. There is a David. In you. That can slay your giants. We're going through. We're fighting a good fight of faith. We seem like we're in a war. Feel like sometimes we're all by ourselves. But Emmanuel, which means God is with us. We're never alone. We're never alone. And I'm so glad about this covenant relationship that I have with him. Because knowing Jesus has truly made a difference in my life. I just want to encourage you to keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Until your victory is won. Possess the land that God has for you. You can't be anyone else but you. Understand. That you, was made, that you were made fearfully and wonderfully. By the hands of God. And God doesn't make any mistakes. We talk about. This cross gender stuff. God, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. He don't do no cross-gender. The enemy, he always have his hand playing with God's creation. and he been, It's been happening on ever since the beginning. But you must know who you are. 
within him. And that there is power. That there's power in the name of Jesus. That there's power that can bring in the yoke. That there's power that can help us. To stand up. Against our Goliaths in our life. Yes it is. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord, I thank you for this show. I thank you, Lord, for giving me what you have given me. And I pray that someone has received something to encourage them to keep going. Because we all need to be inspired and motivated to be motivated to keep going. And we need your word. We need to understand if we put God first, we're never coming second. To understand that we can get all the motivation and the inspiration that we want. But we need the word of God to penetrate our hearts. To stand up in the midst of situations where people are running. They're afraid. And that if you give us the faith, the courage to stand God. You'll have a way of giving us a knockout. And that we can win to encourage, inspire others, but most of all, to give you glory, to give you praise, and to give you honor. Most of all, and above all, we need you. We all have different struggles. No one has it all together. But I pray that you use me and use this show to encourage and to inspire someone. The giants do fall. I ask you to bless, oh blessed Savior, like no one can bless but you. For this is your servant's prayer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. I pray that this show, that this really encourages someone to keep going. Because uh, life, life comes with so much. Sometimes it seems like it's not fair. And uh, sometimes it seems like you wonder, how can I come through this alive? But I want to encourage you to put your hands in the one that can do supernatural things. The one that can bless, bless us to win against all odds. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. Put your hands in His hand. You know how we do it here. Sometime we up. Sometime we down. Sometime we almost level to the ground. But listen. Don't give up on God. Why do I say that? Why you say that, Pastor? Because God will never give up on you. Know that he's able. Know that he's able. May God, may God be with you. The peace of God be with you. And may he forever keep you. God bless you. Have you ever thought about being on television? Or perhaps even producing your own television show? If so, for as little as $25 per episode. 
OTTU Media has the perfect place for you on one of our three television networks. For more information, click the link You on TV to find your niche on OTTU Media. That's OTTU.media. So don't stop dreaming. Maybe you have dreams that need to be taken back down from the shelf or maybe you're still finding out what your dreams are. Whatever the case may be, fight for your dreams. Come back next time on Fight for Your Dreams with Pastor C. Coach Halbert. This broadcast is copyrighted by Gonna Fly Now with Christ Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.